Hi everyone, my name is Pamela. Today is Friday, December 17th, and on today's episode of Curious Multilingual Minds for Learners, we're going to be discussing the topic of multilingualism and some ideologies within multilingualism. Now, first off, before we even begin, do you know what multilingualism even means? And I don't want anybody telling me that it means the ability to speak more than one language. Because while that may be true to an extent, that's not all it means to be multilingualism. The real definition for the word that describes somebody who can speak many languages is polyglot. Poly coming from the Greek word poly, meaning many, and glot coming from the Greek word glossa, which means tongue. So somebody who speaks many tongues. However, multilingualism has a deeper meaning. Okay? It took me four months to establish a definition for the word multilingualism. And why? Because each time I learned something new about the topic or did more research or was enlightened by my peers or professor, I felt it was necessary to add on to this definition. Because not only me, but along with my group members, Cooper, Daniela, Janine, and our friends from Sevilla, even Laurelina, we were able to make personal connections in our lives to the word multilingualism. So, I'm going to give you my non-textbook definition of the word multilingualism and see if it compares to yours. See if that's what you were thinking. See if you were on the right track. So, to moi, multilingualism is not only the ability to speak multiple languages, but the ability to put yourself in someone else's shoes and embrace other cultures, traditions, heritages. It's more than just speaking, reading, and writing. Anybody could do that. Anybody can do that. But it's about learning something new, embracing, being able to be one with someone's customs. Now you're probably like, okay, that's kind of similar. I want to give you a personal example before we talk about anything else. I am Greek. Both of my parents are Greek. I was raised in a Greek household. I went to Greek school. I learned to read, write, the whole nine yards. Anything you think of Greek, I can do. But Greek school didn't only teach us how to read and write, okay? They taught us how to be Greek. How to cook like a Greek. How to dance like a Greek. How to sing like a Greek. I know this sounds hilarious and funny because I'm literally over here laughing too. But it's true. They taught us how to be our people. They taught us who we really are. And it doesn't have to be just from where you are. Another example I have is I've spoken Spanish for six years. I learned in middle school and high school and I'm now continuing in college. Even though I'm not from any Latin American countries or Spain, I still try to embrace the culture by going to various events, learning about the heritage and their history, and spending time with my Spanish friends whose families enlighten me on the different customs. And it's beautiful. I love learning these things because this is how we learn about one another and promote diversity. Now, here's another key word in this podcast, diversity. Diversity is so important within multilingualism. And ideologies, now that I'm going to discuss, hinder diversity. And this is the problem that we're going to come to and discuss today. So the ideology our group decided to focus on is the one nation one language ideology pardon now i'm gonna give the definition of the one nation one language ideology and i want you to tell me if you believe this statement is true or false correct or incorrect 
You don't have to agree. Everyone has different opinions. But I just want you to... I want to get your mind rolling. I want to start rolling the ball a little bit. And I want to see what you guys think. So, the one nation, one language ideology is the belief that monolingualism or the use of one single common language is important for social harmony and national unity. One more time. The one nation, one language ideology is the belief that monolingualism or the use of one single common language is important for social harmony and national unity. Do you agree with the statement? Do you believe that everybody speaking one language will unite us as a country? Do you believe that everybody performing one custom will unite us as a country? Do you believe only having Texas roadhouses and Chick-fil-A's all over the place and no Chinese or Italian restaurants will unite us as a country? To me, that's boring. Perfect is boring. Because why do we all need to be the same? What's the fun in that? We won't have any influence from other countries that we have now. And we'll be lost, frankly. There will be no more diversity. Everyone will have been the same. And at that point, if that happened in the U.S., I'd pick my butt up and run to Greece. I don't care. Because it's wrong to tell somebody they can't be who they are. If that makes sense. Now, this ideology is broken by many factors. Although some people think it's not. People have been breaking these ideologies. For example, our friends in Sevilla, even Laurelina, who couldn't join us today, which is okay... They are breaking boundaries one day at a time by attending a monolingualism school, a monolingual school, pardon, in Sevilla, Spain. Because not only do they speak Spanish, but they speak French and German and English and all these other various languages throughout the school day, no less. It's not just in their country, in that school for like one class. Throughout the whole day, one class will be in Spanish, the next will be in German, the next will be in French, and so on and so on. So yes, it is possible to unite everyone under one single language, but not by completely destroying the history and the culture involved in it. Yes, it's possible, but there are other factors involved too. Because as you can see in this school, it's not one language. It's many different languages that unites everyone together. So now we have established some questions about the One Nation, One Language ideology that I'm going to be answering on behalf of me and my group members. And you guys at home can answer as well. So the first question we kind of already discussed already. Do you believe that the One Nation, One Language ideology hinders diversity? Why or why not? Personally, I say yes. 100% it hinders diversity. 100%. Because what's the fun? Where's the diversity in only having American brands in the American country with American people only speaking English? That's no fun. The U.S. is considered the melting pot for a reason. If everybody falls under one category of people, what will the U.S. be now? That name will be stripped away. And it doesn't even go for the U.S. It goes for everywhere in the world. Everywhere. For example, Cyprus. Cyprus is a country in the Mediterranean, that speaks Cypriot, which is a mix of Cypriot, which is its own language, and Turkish, Greek, and then Turkish dialect altogether. If the country of Cyprus wanted to unite under one common language, such as Turkey, or Turkish, I should say, under the rule of Turkey, then Cyprus won't even be its own country anymore. 
because it will be acquiring Turkish customs, traditions, and history. And that's wrong, personally, I believe. Next question. Do you think the one nation, one language ideology only exists in the U.S.? Again, we discussed this right now. No, it does not only exist in the U.S., by all means. In fact, it even exists in other states in the U.S. It doesn't have to be a country. For example, in New York, compared to Texas, we have very different accents. We have the Midwestern accent versus the New York accent, you know what I mean? So... This is seen as a universal kind of, oh, you have this accent? Okay, you're definitely from New York. Or, oh, you have this accent? You're definitely from Texas or the Midwest. These boundaries need to be broken because not everybody speaks in a very hefty Bronx New York accent. And not everybody speaks like a cowgirl or cowboy. You know what I'm saying? These ideologies do not define who we are. These ideologies need to be broken. With these ideologies, it gives way to people thinking like hmm maybe life would be easier if we all unite under one common language or one common system but then there'll be no diversity the beauty will all be gone let's put it that way if that makes sense now next question is the one nation one language ideology beneficial to an individual or does it set them apart from everyone else and why Personally, I think it's going to set them apart from everyone else if I'm saying so myself. Because if you are on this fixed mindset rather than the growth mindset of, oh, this country has the best traditions, best customs, I only know one language, it's fine. Then how will you develop and flourish in this world? Even if you're a traveler. Like, if you think about that, if you go to another country and you walk in through the, the gates of the airport and you're like, oh, America's the best, or oh, I don't know, Italy's the best, and you're in another country in like the Middle East, just, I'm giving a random example, then people will see you as an outsider. People will look at you like, are, are you good? Are you okay? Because you can have pride in your country and where you're from, but don't have this fixed set ideology that the world should be united under one language or that everybody should be the same because again for the millionth time that's not fun it's not you'll be seen as a crazy person no less so that's my opinion that's our opinion our group so and last question for today because we already hit the 10 minute mark but do you believe that the ideology of one nation, one language is an effective approach to bringing unity to all nations? Again, no, it is not at all. I mean, it, it's going to hinder diversity. It's, it's truly going to hinder diversity. This is not only now that I'm closing the podcast and we're coming to the end. This, we have to make our children and our younger generation more aware of these problems. Because in the future... It's going to hit hard where a kid gets bullied because they walk into school speaking their at-home language. Or a kid feels embarrassed to speak, you know, their language on the street because it's not what everyone else is speaking. Why tell, ch- tell somebody to change who they are? That's not right. Everybody is different in their own way. Nobody is perfect. Everybody has their own beliefs, traditions, way of communicating, and this should be open. This should be more promoted as it is at Adelphi. Adelphi University, 
has many different classes, language classes, to promote diversity. And in fact, our group sent a letter out to the board of the language department in establishing different clubs each week for a different country so that we can learn the traditions of that country and the culture and the history, like I said earlier. So I think it's really important that we make aware to everybody that these ideologies are not true, that they're myths. So in conclusion, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm going to stop talking now because I'm out of breath. But I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye and have a great night.